Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake and sponsor today, Texans Insider Fishing Report, Texan Roofing, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at weather, 84 down on the island. Kind of got a little warmer yesterday, so uh, cold fronts are welcome. Bring them, please. We shall take them. All right, uh, today's sunshine and clouds will be mixed. A stray shower or thunderstorm is possible. A high of 88 with southeast winds 10 to 20. And then for tonight, part of the cloudy skies, a stray shower thunderstorm as possible with a low of 81. Winds will be south, southeast 10 to 20. And for tomorrow, pretty much the same. High of 88, south 10 to 20. Rain chances are uh, pretty minimal right now. About 10% today and tonight, and then tomorrow even less. So, tides for today. These are Galveston Channel Tide Predictions. We have uh, two of them. We have a high coming up at 4.10 a.m. It's a 1.8. Then a low at 4.08 p.m. and 0.1. Sunrises morning 7.08 a.m. Sunset 7.16 p.m. Our moon phase, 38%. Current conditions right now. Uh, looks like offshore. The buoy out there showing south-southeast at 13, gusting to 16. Air temperature 85, water temp 86. Galveston Channel. It's 85 degrees with 87-degree water, a south wind at 8. Eagle Point, it is 85 degrees with 86-degree water with a south-southeast wind at 9 to 11. Morgan's Point, it's 85 degrees with 85-degree water, and it's south-southeast at 7. I pretty much summed it up. That's the weather, and it's uh, pretty much broken in my books. Let's go to the Tri-Bay area and check in with the Hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Hey, good morning, buddy. How's it going over there, Captain Mickey? Couldn't be better. It's all good, man. Good deal. Thanks this for week, asking. Yeah, well, you're more than welcome. Uh, earlier, uh, Monday and Tuesday, those little fronts, that little front that came through. But, uh, Is that the what morning, that was? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was nice it was in the mornings. It was really nice. No, you could tell less humidity, and it, it was fairly nice. That was it, less humidity, if nothing else out of it. But uh, uh, Wednesday came right back. <laughs> we, yeah. We had like two days, two days that was really nice. 
really nice. And then uh, Wednesday, all the humidity came back, and so did the little mosquitoes. Lord have mercy. We haven't missed them. They've been gone. They're kind of nonexistent. Well, that was just enough rain to uh, had some mm-hmm. eggs. It either did that and also, uh, like I told you, when the winds blow out of the north for a couple of days, we've been getting those marsh mosquitoes, the oh, little boy. tiny ones, too. Yeah, so, man. But M- Melinda looked on her leg yesterday afternoon, a big old mosquito, uh, full of blood, man. And, like, we wasn't even expecting them. They just showed up again, you know. So, but, You know uh, what I've got an outbreak of around my property? Is them damn blister bugs, you know the stink bugs? Really, they're everywhere. I mean, it just—it's unreal. I've never seen them this bad. You're kidding me? No, no. I, you know the ones that blister I, your tomatoes and everything, and if you right. if you touch them, if you they land on you. If you'll thump them off, they they won't leave any scent. But if you uh, rub them, well, that smells terrible. The real stink bug. No, the real the real ones, man. They're they're everywhere. There's millions <laughs> oh of them. God. I, did, I thought they went extinct along with the uh, I did too. Dragon, the dragonflies. What no. happened to the dragonflies? Oh, they're they're getting thick too. The mosquito hawks. They're they're out in full force. flies or whatever they call them. I don't yeah, know. mosquito hawks, dragonflies. Mm-hmm. Names for well, everything. Look, uh, I got out last night. Uh, matter of fact, I just got to bed a couple hours ago or an hour and a half ago. We uh huh. we pitched last night. Oh, uh, right. Uh, the two older guys that I've talked about, uh, my buddy uh, Mickey from Austin, he's he's 81 and a half years old. And then his buddy uh, from Henry from Bel Air, he's 82. They're six months apart on their birthdays. So uh, they're just, just alike. And anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, uh, Henry had never experienced a, a night trip, and uh, a couple of weeks ago I took uh, Mickey on it, Mickey on the trip, and and we did real well, and so he went home and bragged about it. Um, but anyway, so uh, man, I was hauling down to the beach yesterday afternoon about seven o'clock. Uh, I met them at seven thirty, and I looked over at the Gulf, and I seen that. I mean, just gorgeous water, buddy. This this is the prettiest I've seen it all. And all it took was a little bit of light southeast wind. Mm-hmm. We knew it would, you know, once it started calming down like that. And in this whole area, man, uh, really, I mean, absolutely gorgeous. And so I was really excited, man. I just knew we were gonna we we're gonna stack them in the box, and I wasn't too far off from it because uh, the bite was on pretty good, buddy. Um, I got out there and put my lights on and uh, I drew up as much bait as I could. And it didn't take too long, and we were catching trout. And then uh, it seemed like the sand trout took over. But uh, they ended up with a nice box. Both of them got their limit. We had 10 specks, uh, 15 sand trout. And uh, I, I come into the fish cleaning table, and there was a guy in there, and he had just brought his party in. Uh, one of the local captains down here mm-hmm. he just brought a party of four or five in, and they had 17 flounder laid out on the table. Oh, great. And, uh, he launched He launched right when I did, and uh, so I wasn't out there, I don't know, three or four hours. Uh, he did that in three or four hours. You know, he was saying they wasn't giant flounder, but uh, he had a table full of them, so I couldn't clean my fish, you know, there, so I'd. I came home and the customers followed me to the house and 
and luckily I built that new fish cleaning facility because I flipped on the lights and it, it just was perfect last night. Everything right here, convenient. And uh, anyway, had a nice box of fish. Nothing over uh, 18 inches, nothing under 16 inches, and uh, they were just keepers. And then we had, like I said, 15 sand trout to go with it. So they were quite happy. Uh, they split up the specks and then and then Mickey took the, all the sand trout and everything. So, mm-hmm. and they they share it they share it with their neighbors and stuff. They're givers. They uh you know what I mean. They they talk about how they love sharing it with their neighbors and and family, you know. And that's what they do. They don't put it in the freezer. They don't. I told you. Um, uh, he sends me. He's a, he's a gourmet chef, and, and this guy he sends me pictures of these recipes that he cooks. This fresh fish. No matter if it's black drum, if it's sheep, he loves sheep. He's not picky at all. He loves the species of the salt water. And uh, anyway, just good to have people like that. And, and, and you know, like he don't want to keep no big fish. You know what I mean? Undersized, take care of the little ones. And anyway, just a couple of good guys. And we got a good night, night fishing in. And wind was light, kind of. Kind of picked up a little bit out of the southeast, but uh, boy, that tide was coming in from the time we got out there at 7:30, and when we left around midnight, uh, it was still coming in. So right. uh, that was a long, long afternoon tide. And then, tell me, you know anything about the red tide? Everybody keeps talking about and posting up, and uh, you know, from just, Freeport over this way and towards Sabine and everything. Are you? Uh, I've got a my next my next question to you. I have a oh. star and a check. Was have you heard the red tide was in our area? Because we did not see any dead fish. I didn't experience any dead fish. Hadn't smelt any, and I got a nose for them. But yeah, uh, last week you said it was, was bad. You smelled a bunch of dead fish last week oh, when I talked to you. Yeah, and that was that was all menhaden and stuff. Yeah, and I think came out of the Brazos River or whatever. Well, I that did see videos down. and had listeners send me photos and videos of uh, dead fish down by uh, trout, reds, and flounder. Uh, trout and snook and blow puffer yeah. fish, uh, pompano, croaker. Man. And I mean, it well, wasn't like millions of them or anything, but I mean, it right. was just, you know, it was substantial. It was enough to catch your eye, get your attention. Yes, sir. But, well, I, uh, it just seems like I would have heard something else. I mean, well, I one mean, guy that surfed sent me a text and said he had to go home. The surf was finally up later in the week where they could, he said, but the, uh, it was burning your eyes and making you cough too bad. Yeah, no, you can tell it. I mean, if it's in the area, you definitely know it, especially mm-hmm. if you have a breathing problem. But, uh, no, that was my very next question because, I mean, uh, I just I haven't seen them. And uh, I don't go to the beach every day. You know, every once in a while, Melinda and I will go for a walk down there. But, uh, yeah. anyway, I hadn't. Uh, I, I was just curious because I don't know what's called, you know, what red tide is. It's one thing, and then there's uh, oxygen depletion, and, you know, there's several things that kills our fish. Yeah, you know? there he is. It's... You know? And they don't need any more stress on them. Lord have mercy knows they got they got plenty of pressure on them, and so we don't need no no fish kills. That'd be the, uh, we're just getting over those winters and the cold, losing all those fish to the cold and getting our limits back to the, the normal things, and, and it's kind of good. Yeah, well, I don't know, our 
I, I love it. And there's no 10 pounders no more. And <laughs> it's just schoolies and uh, keepers. Well, there he and, is, but there are very few and far right. between. Well, that's that's why they go with you, Captain Mickey, because you know where nah, to get them. <laughs> those, <laughs> those days are no more. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, seeing a little report are... that came out here by the San, San Antonio news source. And it's showing caution urge for Texas beachgoers as toxic red tide blooms surge along the Texas coast. Well, and there they, you go. They may be trying to make a mountain out of a mohill, too. It's just well, I haven't been down there firsthand to look at it myself. But, you know, right. it just right. said if you're right. going to the coast this weekend, enjoy Texas beaches. You want to use caution or rethink those travel plans. This is from the National Centers for Coastal Ocean and Science issued an alert. Uh, Thursday, due to harmful red tide blooms, a fish-killing toxic algae will be on the rise along the coast in Cameron, Brazoria, and Galveston counties. That's what it's saying. Wow. Well, I'm going to go for a ride. I'll find out with my own eyes and ears. Yeah. I'll take Melinda for a ride, and we, we're going to uh, go down right out of the city here, Surfside, and hit the beach, and you can go all the way to the pass, you know, on the beach that way. So, yeah, well, uh, one photo... It looks like it shows. Uh, it looks like it's in the intercoastal. In one photo, and I don't have any idea where. But uh, wow, no, no, that's that's what I had three texts yesterday from different uh, friends and customers that wanted to know, man, what's the deal with the red tide? You're going fishing tonight, and they got the red tide down there. And I went, well, this one shows a. There's one here. It looks like a back slough or somewhere with red algae in it with heavy trees and stuff around it. That doesn't even look like any kind of coastal. It's got a pine tree in there and that little that's bit of cane. Of, yeah, that's not a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they're up. Now they're, they're showing up, a beachfront picture where it's, you know, it looks like it's from the beach out to about uh, the second break. It's showing that red tide in the water. In the mouth of the uh, San Bernard. You know yeah. what? That could be the mouth of the, or up in one of the rivers right there. Uh, they got a bunch of trees and stuff overhang the bank. And uh, those guys catch a heck out of reds up there. And I'm not sure. It's a Colorado River, I think it is. But, right. But anyways, uh, let's see. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep that on the news burner yeah, around no, here. I'm, just, uh, I'm not trying to create any doom and gloom by any means. I'm just uh, no. uh, reporting no, what I'm all. reading and seeing. It. Yeah, no, I appreciate you and your worldwide web experience because uh, <laughs> I just don't, I just don't venture out on the web and do all that stuff and Google up stuff and, and you know what I mean. Just don't sit on the computer. So, so I don't know. Uh, a lot of other people have been hearing it. And the only it. time I'm on it is answering occasional email or when I'm on this show right here. There you go. That's about it. I try to stay out of off electronic devices as much as possible myself enjoy what few years i got left without all the all the yes sir <laughs> that's drama. like me i got one hour <laughs> sleep i said i'm gonna get up i'm a, I, I was gonna text you last yesterday afternoon said man i'm fishing tonight i don't know about it in the morning but no i love it and i appreciate you buddy uh i really do man uh, all right hammer well hey somebody wants to get with you do a night trip day trip some kind of trip how they get a hold of you buddy Seven one three two zero eight zero six eight three. 
Always a pleasure, buddy. Have a great day, Captain. All right, Glenn, get some sleep, man. Later. Yes, sir. All right. All right, that's the hammer down the Triberry area. You know, folks, if you want to know the latest and greatest in fishing, tune into Texas Insider Fishing Report Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. That's on Bally Sports Southwest, or you can find it on AT&T Sportsnet. The show will give you a fresh fishing forecast before the weekend so you can spend more time catching fish. And Texas Insider, they break down the state into six regions. You have three freshwater for bass and crappie enthusiasts, and three saltwater for the guys who want to catch trout and redfish inshore and tuna, wahoo, and marlin offshore. So join Dave Farrell, Brie Gabrielle, and my friend Rick Murphy to know what's hot and what's not every Thursday night at 1030 and Fridays at 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. on Bally Sports Southwest or AT&T Sportsnet. Check it out. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 419 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go up to Fayette County Reservoir and let's check in with our good friend, Mr. Bob Green, see what he's up to this morning. Bob, good morning. What's up? Well, good morning to you. Well, those nice little rains that came in last week have <laughs> seemed to disappear now. So yeah, we I'm, sure could use some more. I would like to see it keep coming. No well, flooding, just, well, you know, good rain showers. Yeah. Just oh, enough to keep oh, the yeah. countryside alive, man. Well, we had for about, oh, that rain was over about three days. And I know we got, I know we got four for sure. And I thought we had another inch. Uh, and the, and well, the lake good. got a lot of that too. So, yeah, uh, the water's actually up. I mean, it's, it, it's actually over pool right now. I mean, you can actually, the boat actually go up by the dock there and mm-hmm. up on the grass a little bit. So, uh, anyway, that's, that's good. Of course, now the grass is not crinkling and cracking when you walk and starting to turn green, uh, except for one big hundred foot pine tree, it looks like it. And that's odd that a pine tree would die in the oaks, you know, man, I think they get stressed and the pine beetles take over. I don't know. Over my way, the, the trees that are taking the biggest hit are pines and magnolias. Mm. And uh, there's a few oaks. The live yeah, oaks are seem seem to be doing pretty good, but uh, then all your scrub trees, hackberries, and tallas, they're taking it on the chin. But yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good on my oaks so far. So I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's like Doc Holliday told Wyatt Earp said, "Hey, I stand corrected, Wyatt. You're an oak." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I think I've seen all of those. <laughs> yeah. The, the, How many times? The best, best deer camp show there is on DVD. Uh, uh, what's the other one? I'll be your huckleberry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what Doc says. I'm your huckleberry. Yeah. Johnny Ringo. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that, that, that's line that, that was it. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I've been... Jake, fishing still tough. with us. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Fishing, fishing's still been tough up here. I've I've talked to several of the guys who who've had some tournaments up here, 
and and it's coming up with like two fish and zero fish and one wow. fish and and it's just really it's 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 been a bad summer as far as that goes. And that lake's full of uh, fish, man. I mean, when oh, it's it, on, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's no, uh, no doubter. My, yeah, you know, it's uh, I I don't know exactly what's going on other than you know we got up to that ninety six, ninety seven degrees, but we mm-hmm. used to do that all the time, and those fish would school in ninety eight, ninety eight degree water out there. And you know, of course, all that stopped years back, and and now uh, Thursday, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday went out, and that water temperature was still ninety two point five, even after you know four inches of rain dumped into it. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. Perch are good. I mean, that was that's pretty much right now. I, I need to be a perch guy, but that's fixing to stop too. You know, with the water starting to cool off. Uh, but big as you know, as uh, Tex would say, you know, picture fish. We got got into a bunch of them again with my grandson and my son again uh, Wednesday, and caught one 16-inch bass out there while I was fishing for perch. So there, there's there's some bass in there somewhere. I mean, if I was a big old bass, I'd be sitting there just just that would be my that would, I would be on a brim diet <laughs> if I was a big old lunker bass. I'd just uh, Stay where that bait is. And I've yeah, seen it before. I caught one one time on a wacky worm at Rayburn and kind of hooked it kind of funny, and it messed it up. And I just threw it over the side of the boat, and it's sitting there floating on top. Biggest bass I've ever seen in my mind. And my oh, okay. life came up and just opened that giant mouth and just sucked that thing in like it was a minnow. Swam off with it. And it was a big old brim yeah. as big as my hand. Well, you know those those brimmers are still running anywhere from five to seven feet, uh, and I guess it's it, it's a lot of them are, are still males that are in there. Undoubtedly, is what's going on. Uh, but it was a mixture of red ears and just plain old perch. Uh, but but yeah, I, I talked them into this time keeping the big ones and leaving them little ones alone, so <laughs> they're a little harder to flay. Right, uh, but but we but we had a couple in there that that was fourteen ounces, fifteen ounces. That's a that's a good little that's a good play on something. Yeah, like I'm that. The, I'm that way with crappie. There's no sense in keeping them unless they're you know over twelve inches where you can fillet them good. Oh, you know, yeah. those smaller ones. There, all you get's a little <laughs> potato chip off of them anyway. Well, they Let they taste good. Yeah, they are they tasty fish. Good. Now I know why the limit is twenty five because twenty five of them don't go very far. Oh, uh, well, I guess there's always been a limit on crappie. You know, mm. where white bass used to be, there used to not be a limit on white bass at one time. Right. Because uh, I know we used to fish for them up on Livingston all the time. But uh, of course, we don't have anything like that here. It's either bass, catfish, or perch, uh, and that's about it. So. Uh, it's, you know, these fish are still out there in that deep water. Anybody that's catching fish right now are throwing deep diving crankbaits and, and it's, and, and it's hit and miss right now. Also, you can go out, go out one afternoon and catch them. You go out the the, the very same, same time span the next day and they're not there. It's just a matter of, of 
be willing to work that big deep diving crankbait, and I just don't enjoy it. And uh, and most people fish with them, you know, they'll throw it for a little while, and they're they're done with it. You got to right. switch over to a drop shot or something like that. So, but it but it's it's going to get better. We just need some more. I mean, right now I'm I'm thinking about putting putting you know October off a little bit more, just unless somebody just wants to fish, you know. Just, uh, yeah, I just, I just let them know. Change. You know, we we need to start getting these old fronts rolling in here. Here it is. Uh, we're heading into the end of September, and we need some substanti- substantial fronts of some kind. Well, you know, just before, I guess, the last holiday when we normally get that little cold front in, we did get a little cool, a little, a little yeah. cool snap in, but enough to get – it was comfortable, not enough to start putting on a little light jacket or anything. Right. And, uh, and, and that's what we just, we need several of those where you need that little light jacket to put on to, to get these fish moving, stirred up again and get them to start spreading out again where we can get our buzz baits, top waters going and, and then back to your humps and, and, uh, you know, drop offs, things like that. And, and it's coming. I mean, it's. I mean, I've already. All my customers know that if they want. If they want good dates, and from January through June, they start booking now. So, yeah, so that's. Yeah, uh, you know, it's coming. It'll. It'll be here before you know it. Well, I'm uh, looking at extended forecast, and we got a little weak front coming, but uh, it betters our rain chances early next week. And, and, you know, our chances are some over the weekend, but it uh, looks like around Tuesday we're going to have a northeast wind with only a high of 91. Only 91. Yeah, I'll take and, it. <laughs> yeah, and it, uh, you know, it, it's like this past week, those uh, 93, 94-degree temperatures felt good compared to what we'd been experiencing for over a month, those 100-degree days or 100-plus. So it's uh, like all the the lows will be in the uh, all next week. They'll be in the low seventies anyway. That's nice. I'll take it. that 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 can make a that can make a big difference too. Yeah, and it and, I, uh, and I'm watching water temperatures here on the bay starting to go you know go down a little bit. Yeah, they're starting to drop some. So that's well, it, that's positive. It, it surprised me. It surprised me. It was only. Well, no, it shouldn't surprise me, 92.5, but it did surprise me since it dumped, you know, it dumped four inches of rain on that lake, uh, enough to bring it up about three inches or more from from what it had been. Of course, yeah. I don't know if they're still pumping in or not, so uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff going on up here. They finally got the... Uh, the restrooms and everything over at the park parade open again. You know, the boat ramp was was open uh, the whole time. They didn't shut it, but right. they redid bathroom, put RV hookups over there, and we'll go. We're gonna this summer. It's probably gonna be packed with RVs. They put any uh, uh, EV charging stations in while they were at it? <laughs> no, haven't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's probably next. <laughs> I uh, didn't think about that. I had I haven't seen any EVs. Well, I was I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Uh, I, I'm, I follow. I could I could follow you there. <laughs> uh, I heard that. 
<laughs> well, I tell you what, you're seeing them EVs all up and down 290. And it, Are you? And you see them stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those well, little. My those, neck of the woods. Every once in a while, you'll see one. But. Uh-oh. For the most this part. This stretch right uh, here between Brennan and uh, Giddings, because I think the first EV stop <clears throat> is a, a Sefco or something. Yeah. Uh, and it's always got those little. Well, I don't know, I, them cars. Uh, them little smart cars. Another name. Yeah, I was, had another hey, the word for it. You just uh, drive up next to it and pick them up and throw them in the back of your truck. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's, the that's hunters use bigger, bigger uh, UTVs than that, you know, to hunt out of. Oh, my uh, side-by-side Kubota is bigger than that thing I and wider. <laughs> uh, you talking about that little smart car? looks like a bubble you're riding in. Well, uh, that and, and a lot of these new little EVs and stuff, they're small, yeah. man. I'd hate to get in a wreck in one. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's got to be all plastic, I, I would imagine. To, to, oh, I don't know. Or fiberglass. Well, uh, it's got some good battery weight to it. Center yeah, that'd be fun. That, that'll be fun to replace those things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who well, knows? it's very expensive, and then hey, you know, you got to rewire your house for those. You know, to put those charging stations yeah. in at your house—that's a big extra expense too. And yeah. I mean, I just don't think our grid can sustain that. You know, if everybody went oh, yeah. to it, and I'm, I'm, you know, here in Texas, I don't see it. Not for no, now. I'm sure there. Yeah. Everybody wants to better things, but uh, there's a time and place for it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Now it's not the time. <laughs> no, it's not. Would you? You have to wait and see all that works out. I I, I just can't see uh, pulling that boat in here down there with uh, with an electric with electric truck. No, nah, that's not gonna happen. Uh, when it, when it quits, I'm just stuck on the road. You're done. Uh, yeah. Carry your big oh, generator well. in the back of your truck and recharge to get home. Well, I don't understand how those things can. It takes fossil fuels to do all this. I mean, it just there's yeah, no getting oh, around yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I, I, my truck's just been sitting out there when I'm not about, you know, one day I put $3.05 diesel in it. The next day it went to three ninety nine, and the next day it went to four nineteen. Yeah. So it, it, it's just kind of sitting there. I, I took it in. The guy, I took it in for something. He said, "Well, your oil change, you know, it's it's not that your mileage. It's the month it's been sitting." I said, "As long as it's sitting, it's not running. It's not wearing that oil out." Yeah, that uh, you can go longer on these oil change than people think too with these new oils and all these synthetics and everything. You can go a long time between oil changes. Oh yeah, about twelve thousand is what it was calling for on the on the truck. So. And I, I think I had maybe six on it, so. Yeah. Oh, well. Good. Well, well, fishing's going to get better. We'll, we'll have some better will. talk We're about it before long. We're just through all this mess, man. It's, uh, That's it. It's that time of year, transition time, <clears throat> summer to fall. But, boy, when fall gets here, It'll be everybody's going to have a little extra giddy-up, you know, spring in their step, <laughs> including myself. Hey, I have a- have a little extra giddy up just with a little cool weather. So yes, sir. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been nice enough to go downstairs and sit, and I'll smoke a cigar, have a cup of coffee, and, sure. and watch the deer cross over. And so it's been okay. 
That's what old people, yes, old people love to do, Bob. I like, I, I'm a porch mouse too. I like sitting on the porch and watching wildlife and having coffee. Pleasant morning. And the pleasantries of older people in well, life. I, I, I tell you, I, I, I've got to fill up the hummingbird feeder before they yeah, they're flying around saying, well, "Where's my stuff?" Up. They're getting for their, yeah. they're getting ready for their big flight across the Gulf, and they're fueling yeah, up, up for, getting ready to rock I'm and roll. Up. I'm gonna feed them up this morning. I'll get them taken care of. All right, buddy. Okay, well, look. I gotta bow out of here. Hey, if somebody Alrighty. wants to call you about coming up, Bob, give them give them some info yeah. so they can get a hold of you, my friend. Two eight one four six zero nine two zero zero or FayetteCountyBassFishing dot com. Y'all All have right, a great buddy. morning. We'll talk to you, you later. You do it too, Bob. See you, man. Right. Enjoy it later. Bye. All right. Well, you know, Texan Roofing, they're the people I trust, and Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has a Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing's found the majority of the jobs that they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with Honest Roof Inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do call them, if you tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, Tim and all of his staff, they'll work directly with you. And uh, they hunt and fish like we do. You can actually have conversations with them about the great outdoors. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600, 281-391-9600, or texanroofing.com. Please tell them. Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 437 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Matagorda now and check in with our good friend, Tommy Boy Alexander. Tommy Boy, what's up, man? What is up, Mickey? What's up? Not a lot. Tell me some yeah. lies or some good news just, or something, man. <laughs> just us. Yeah. Well, man, I well, don't know. That's a deep uh, subject, brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> man, it's been, uh, I mean, for me personally this week, I mean, I haven't fished a whole lot, but a couple of days that I did fish, you know, I caught, it's just been a redfish deal. I haven't, I just haven't seen a whole lot of trout. I haven't. Hadn't done real great on trout this week. Right. A uh, few few pretty good sand trout. You know, we have caught a few pretty decent sand trout a couple of the two days I fished. But as far as specs, I just hadn't done too good on them. I, I've heard a few reports on some wade fishermen, but I haven't waded any this week. Uh, yeah. I've all been boat fish, you know, boat fish. But, and I didn't fish very much. Like I said, I was getting my new boat, so I didn't have a boat there for a little while so i was kind of stuck in between boats and then i got the new one and i'm all ready to go now but but yeah it's a boatless guy that's not a good deal. yeah no it's never a good deal i just didn't it just didn't work out right i the i thought i had it playing i'm usually pretty good at it you know I, I get the boat sold, and then I I have my customer, whoever's buying it, you know, I, they wait until right about when I'm ready to pick mine up. Well, mine was ready. 
I mean, they were rigging it like it was ready. It was, I talked to the rigger and everything. He's like, well, I'll have it done in about two or three days. So I told the guy buying my boat, I said, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do it. So we went ahead and did the deal. And then I find out that the aluminum, all my aluminum work were, were Chris, you know, the guy he gets his aluminum work, they just were way behind. I mean, I'm not sure exactly why, but they were way behind. And so ended up, long story short, my boat ended up sitting there another nine or ten days past, you know, waiting on aluminum work. So it just didn't, I didn't yeah, need to work just, out this time. It just happens. Nowadays, yeah. it's, uh, that's just something you got to factor in with, uh, yep. you know, product getting here slow, you know, supply chain issues and which it's better now than it was. I remember oh, yeah. that long ago when you couldn't get anything. No. Remember all the, all these, yeah, you, couldn't you know, get nothing. boat places were having to wait six, eight, nine months on one little old park. Yeah. Remember That's all right. that? That was nuts, yeah. man. No, it's better. And I said that's still it. It is still in more we want it, but it's it's better. It's better. And I'm usually pretty good at it, but that, that it just didn't work quite out this time. It ended up left me about nine or ten nine days or so without a boat. Is what it did, but well, you had a bass boat. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, and uh, if I'd have had if it it worked out perfectly, I'd have had some bass trips lined up right then. But I just didn't know it was going to happen. So right. I just oh well, you need the way. time off. Yeah. It's been a long year, tough long it. year. All good to go, but yeah, I mean it's definitely, you know, red kind of redfish deal is what I've been doing. Uh, I'm you know we got the guides cup coming up Tuesday, so kind of starting to fart around looking for that too. Right. So going to kind of do a mixture of fishing and pre-fishing for that in the next few days. Well, they ought, to, they ought to be snapping. Got a little front coming next week. When is the front coming? Looks like we're going to have a northeast wind on uh, Wednesday. So so the day after the tournament. Well, for the northeast wind, so it may be north the day yeah. of the tournament. You never know. It may be north. Well, yeah, the best yeah. thing to do is go pre-fish your butt off and get them really yeah. going with a southeast or a south wind. And then when the front, yeah. front comes in yeah. and the tournament hits, then... It's back to square one. It just start all <laughs> How over. How many times have you just seen that? How I mean, many times? Oh, my. It's, all, it's 90% even. of the time, man. I can't count how many times I pre-fished a, a wind, and then it immediately, and then it just dramatically changed, and basically I wasted all the pre-fishing. That's it. I mean, that's the that's pretty much normal. It happens so much. But if you don't pre-fish, then everything's going to stay the same. Then, then you, yeah, you're out of luck, so... But anyway, I know they're catching reds. I mean, I heard a lot of good red reports this week. Well, that, you got to have those to. You can't win without them. You got to have no, them. No, now nowadays, it, every tournament, almost every tournament nowadays is is mostly a redfish tournament because you know everybody's slacked way down on the trout, so it's usually two or three like reds. They should, yeah, one or two trout, yeah. So it's two or three reds and one or two trout. So you know, you're if you don't have big reds, you're not winning tournaments anymore. No, that's got to. That's that's definitely your main deal. So, what happened just to the pure trout tournaments, or just so, pure redfish? I hate combo tournaments. And uh, you know you, well, luckily if, we do have good reds right now. That is yeah, a plus. You know we do have good reds. 
for sure. There's definitely big reds around. Well, they did uh, school, but they're come there. out with those scoping meetings for the trout talk. You know, I saw with that. Did you see yes. the dates and everything I, on them? I, I saw it, yes. I just saw them yesterday. Yeah, good. Yep. Yes, sir, I did. I saw them yesterday. I mean, I just literally. We're actually going to have one in Galveston. There's like, I don't know, I saw three or four of them, wasn't there? I think there's uh, six of them. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six scoping meetings. Okay. I was looking at one in Port Isabel, one in Port Arthur, one in Galveston. They're going to have one in uh, Port Lavaca. Then they're going to have one in Rockport and one in Corpus Christi. Gotcha. Six of them total. Gotcha. So, yeah, I saw them just just yesterday and actually this morning. As soon as I woke up, right before I talked to you, I opened up Facebook, and that was the first thing that popped up was one of them. So. Well, yeah, I, uh, I like to be at one, and you know, you're always going to have the guys go, "Hey, man, there's no need." And our trout populations and trout stocks are unbelievable. You're going to have those that are going to say that. I'm, I can't yeah. believe everybody in the meeting doesn't laugh them off the podium, you know. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. <laughs> don't yeah, bore me with the truth and like the facts. To- My mind's made up already, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely go to one just just and just listen to everybody. It's it's interesting to hear everybody's you know point of view. I guess see what everybody says. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's what we're doing over here. We're redfish, redfish world. Uh, I don't know. That's about it. I I'm. I saw something last night about in Freeport area about the red tide. What's the deal with that deal? Well, been seeing some advertisements I'm, over there. Yeah, I've been hearing, hearing seeing photos, you know, listeners that are down in that area, yeah. they, they send me videos and pictures of it, you know, guys that surf and fish and yeah. But, uh, I don't think it's really terrible and out of proportion yet, but who knows? We need, they said uh, they canceled their adopt a beach deal for this Saturday on Surfside. Yeah, and uh, I was I saw that. a warning out in the San Antonio uh, media about going down to the beach. You might want to change your plans and go a different beach scene in Texas, other than from I think they listed Rosaria and Galveston and uh, yeah. uh, Cameron County. So Cameron, that's over there uh, by uh, Calcasieu. Hmm. Or Cameron Parish, I should say, should say Parish, not County. <laughs> well, hopefully that goes away quickly. Need some cool weather and some rain. Yeah, that'll, that'll some help. rain. Yeah, the Just rain definitely helps. Darned old algae bloom, man. Maybe this little front get a little rain and cool it down. You know, it's first day of fall tomorrow, so I mean. Yeah, the days of nice. tomorrow, the official first day of fall. Right. So Better get out we'll, there. They'll be jumping in the boat. They'll be eating the prop off. That's it. Hide behind the yeah. console to put a bait on, man. That's right. So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna fish and try to see what happens with this guy's cup and Yeah, y'all got two, two of them. What are they fish. like two weeks apart or something? No, they're further than that, but they're they're about three I think they're three weeks apart. Yeah. Uh, so the one, the one is ne- one is next Tuesday, 
No, they're further than that. The one's next Tuesday, and the other one's like the second or third or third week of October. So yeah, they're three or four weeks apart. Yeah, no big deal. But you do it's have like to seventeenth, uh, October sixteenth or seventeenth, and then one's next Tuesday. But yeah, we do have two of them. One of them is one of them is from the Matagorda chapter, and one of them is from the Lower Colorado chapter. Mm-hmm. They both they both hold one. So. Uh, yeah. So we'll be farting around with that. All I right, actually buddy. got Chris Coulter fishing with me. You know the old Haney Chris. Right. He's the one. He's the one that bought me for this first guides cup. So he's coming down uh, Sunday. And, Better uh, do so good. The pressure's on. You run days. one of his yeah. boats. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. All right, man. Well, Tommy, I got to run, buddy. Throw out some info. Somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you. Yeah, uh, we're we're getting back at it pretty hot and heavy now. So they can look me up at uh, Tommy Alexander on Facebook, or give me a call, text, leave a message, whatever, on my phone at nine seven nine seven zero nine eight two four two. All right, my friend. Well, you take care, Tommy. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe. All right, Mickey. Later, All right, bud. Mickey. All right, let's go down to uh, South Padre and let's check in with Captain Brian Barrera this morning. Hey, Brian, what's up, buddy? How you doing, sir? Couldn't be better, man. And you? All right, just moving around, getting ready to do some fishing today. Ready to rock and roll. Yes, sir. See what happens. I get to try to catch tarpon today. We'll see what happens. It's a little bouncy up there. It's been, been a little bit on the edge of calm and not calm all week, you know? A little Dang uncomfortable man. for the fishermen, but not bad for the fish. Yep, yep. So, it's all right. We've been catching a tarpon here and there. Uh, right. The last two days were kind of slow. Um, we've also been catching some nice snook, a couple bull reds and stuff. So, I mean, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Can't complain. Um, I think, let me see here. So yesterday we just went, we hooked three tarpon and lost all three of them. And that was it, didn't land one. So that's how that goes. But the day before, I think we caught one small one, and then before that I was uh, pushed off the water by the ground swell. It was calm, you know, four or five mile an hour winds, but the ground swell had it pretty high. Right. The old ground swell, Yeah. Moving around, you know, it's just kind of, it's already getting to be the time of the year where it starts to get a little bit, a little bit bouncier, you know? Yeah. Now you popped a real big one lately, something to talk about or ride home about? Mm, no, nothing, no 200s or anything lately. It's been a little while since I've caught a 200. Yeah. Not a long while. I don't, I don't know if I've got one this year. I don't think we've hooked a few this year leadered uh, one or two that came off right by the boat mm-hmm. um, that were pushing it definitely pushing it you know that was so that's a big cool. fish big yeah, fish not, not too, too like I mean they obviously they are really big the rest of them I've been catching a lot of 150 170 pounders we yeah had James, James had one the other day I think about 180 that's you know when you start busting 180 and up that's that's good stuff 
Mm-hmm. Well, 170, I mean, all of them are good to me. Oh, yeah. They're all monsters. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I've got, we've been catching a bunch of, like, in the 160 to 180 range, you know, but, uh. Yeah, that's good fish. But no, like, true, true, absolute giants yet, 200 plus at this year. Yeah. Uh, I know last year we caught quite a few that were, would have probably broke the state record according to, like, the measurements and stuff, you know? Right. I just don't want to, I just don't want to kill one, so I'm not going to go for the record or anything like that, but it's good to put your hands on a monster like that every once in a while, though you could do it. They're a total different look. Yep, once you get something that big, I mean, they look like a straight-up surfboard next to the boat, you know? (laughs) They're giant. Looks like a longboard. <laughs> but, you know, with the end of September coming up and then October coming, you know, I'm going to start doing some more snook fishing, start getting into some redfish and stuff like that, too. So I'm looking forward to doing a bunch of that and switching it up a bit. I guess we'll have. I don't remember what daylight savings time is, but it's coming up soon and usually around then when I start. I think that's what, November. Something like that is when I usually transition and start fishing a little bit later. Right. But right now it's still, you know, wake up at 4.30 and be at the dock by 5.30. That's early. Well, that's... Yep. Still trying to beat the crowd. Yeah. I mean, sun's not coming up till six thirty or later right now. You know. Yeah, y'all, y'all, sun sunrise a little later down your way, and uh, it goes down later too. Mm-hmm. I can be in a deer stand hunting in South Texas and talking to somebody, and it's already dark up here, and I have still got plenty of hunting light left. Wow. Oh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, Heading to the ranch here soon. I don't know if I told you I, I got a, a smaller little ranch here close to me in Bayview, about 53 acres. Yeah. And uh, I got to try to get, get some Neil guy and stuff like that. I think it's going to be cool. But I sit on my cameras and shoot. There's a couple 12-point bucks in there. Really? Cool. It's right next to the wildlife refuge down here. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. There's uh, some big deer, some Neil guy loaded with chachawakas. It's pretty, pretty neat. Chachawakas. <laughs> I've never shot one before. I hadn't either. Yeah, I was thinking about hunting one for this year for the first time. You shot a big nail guy last year, didn't you? Yep, I did. Did you? You had that processed? How good was the meat? Oh, man, it's great meat. Awesome. Nail guy meat is great. I, uh... We were replacing any kind of ground beef or anything we were doing with it. And we were cooking up, you know, backstraps and Boy. backstraps wrapped in bacon and tenderloins and all kinds of good stuff. They're just a big animal. So you've got, once you do it, you've got ground meat for days. Oh, too. yeah. It's like processing a horse. 
<laughs> They're big. Yeah. Well, basically, it's it's a pretty huge animal. They they taste really good too. I mean, some people like them better than venison. Right. Well, it's all good, man. Wild game. It's hard to beat. Yeah, it some is. Fresh backstrap would be really good. I'd back for a good breakfast. Some fresh fried backstrap with some cream gravy, eggs over easy. Maybe a little bacon on the side to go with it. Just some, some good uh, tortillas and some hot sauce to put over your eggs. Hey, man, that'd be a good one. That'll work. All right, brother. Well, Brian, I'll let you get to it, man. If somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you down at South Padre, how do they get a hold of you, man? Sure. Just give me a direct call, area code 956-755-9413. Or you can check out the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. All right, buddy. Go put one in the air real quick. See you, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. All right, buddy. Later. All right, that's Captain Brian Barrera down in South Padre. And it's time for our top-of-the-hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.